0: Hey there,
1: everybody. Do you love to travel and learn about new places? Great, then you are in the right place. Join Jasmine the cat and Gracie the tortoise as they have fun traveling the beautiful United States and learning lots of cool new facts. What's up, everybody? It's Jasmine, the jazzy gray cat, here again to explore another great state with Gracie the super smart tortoise. Right, Gracie?
0: Absolutely. Greetings to all. I'm ready to go on our next adventure to the state of New York.
1: It's the biggest city
0: in the whole country. New York, New York, what a wonderful town. Yes, Jasmine, most people do think of New York City first, but we're not going to New York City on this trip. We'll do that another time. On this trip, we're going to explore the other parts of New York State. Oh, that's a bit disappointing.
1: I was so ready to visit the Statue of Liberty, Times Square, Central Park, and take in
0: a Broadway show. But isn't New York City the capital of New York? Actually, no, it's not. Many people may think that it is, but the capital is Albany. This city is located on the Hudson River, about 150 miles north of New York City.
1: But I do know that New York is our 11th state, joining the country in 1788. George Washington called it the Empire State, and now that's the state's
0: nickname. Gracie, do you know why he said that? Well, Jasmine, an empire is usually land ruled by an emperor. We don't have an emperor. We have a president. That's right, we don't. The story is that George Washington looked at a map of New York and saw the wonderful natural resources. He called it the seat of an empire, meaning that it's a very important state. Oh, I see. Were the English the first people here after the Native Americans? No, actually the Dutch were here first in 1624. They settled on the island of Manhattan, which is part of New York City. They called it New Amsterdam after the city of Amsterdam in Holland, but the English took it away from them in 1664 and called it New York after the Duke of York in Albany. I have one more
1: fact about New York City. It used to be the capital of the USA when George Washington was president, but the capital moved to Washington, D.C. in 1790.
0: Come on, Jasmine,
1: let's get going. We
0: can talk more as we go. I'm
1: already in our cute blue camper and settled in my princess bed. But Gracie, if we're not going to New York City, what else does New York have to explore?
0: Outside of New York City, New York is known for its natural beauty. There are the Appalachian Mountains, the Adirondack Mountains, beautiful waterfalls, beaches, and many lakes. There is plenty to do. If you say so.
1: But I'm going to tell everybody where New York is located. Our own Pennsylvania is to the south, along with New Jersey and the Atlantic Ocean. Lake Erie is on the west. Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Vermont are to the east. And Lake Ontario and Canada are to the north.
0: Gracie, that's
1: two lakes already!
0: Yes, you're right. Now let's talk about some famous people who have lived here. Five presidents have been born here. Donald Trump, Franklin D. Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt, Millard Fillmore, and Martin Van Buren.
1: That is a lot of presidents, but I know that Lou Gehrig, a famous baseball player, was born here. He played for the New York Yankees and was called the Iron Horse because he could be counted on to always do his best. And Billy
0: the Kid. He was an outlaw from the Wild West. I hope we don't find any outlaws in the Adirondack Mountains, which is our first stop. Oh, boy! Will we be going to Lake Placid, where the Winter Olympics were in 1980? Yes, we are. Actually, 1980 was the second time the Olympics were held there. The first time was in 1932. Gracie, before we get there, we're stopping at
1: High Falls Gorge. I remember that a gorge is a valley between mountains. This one is granite too, just like in New Hampshire. Come on, let's get on the trail. There are lots
0: to see. High Falls Gorge was called the Ancient Valley of Foaming Water by Native Americans because of the natural foam that's in the water. This gorge was carved out by the Ausable River a billion years ago.
1: Wow, that's a really, really long time ago. Oh, I can see the foam. Is it the same as soap foam?
0: No, it isn't. The foam happens when the water gets churned up. Oh, my. Look at the ancient hemlock trees in Climax Forest. They are hundreds of years old. Magnificent.
1: Over here, we can touch one of the oldest rocks in the world. It's over 1.5 billion years old. The name of it is anorthocyte. Friends, can you say it with me? Anorthocyte. A north site. Good job. This is the kind of rock that's found on the
0: moon. Awesome. I just touched moon rock. Jasmine, see the big hole in that rock over there? It's a natural pothole caused by the river. I think that one is called the master pothole and it's the biggest one in New York. Well, you know what? I'm
1: glad our camper doesn't have to drive in it. It would get stuck. This is a great place. I really liked the spots on the wooden trail where the floor was clear and it looked like we were floating
0: above the gorge. Where to next, Gracie? We're going to the Olympic Village at Lake Placid. To really get a feel for how it felt to be here during the games, let's start out at the Olympic Museum. It's right next to the arena where the miracle on ice happened. I know what the
1: miracle on ice is. That's when the U.S. men's hockey team beat the Russian team and won gold. It's called a miracle because the Russian team was much stronger than our team. But our team won. Go team! That's right. It was quite an upset.
0: I guess you're right, Gracie. The Russian team was probably very upset. Jasmine, when a sporting team talks about an upset, it means that the team that was predicted to win didn't. Oh, I see, but I still think the Russian team was pretty upset when they lost. I'm sure that they were. Now, over here, we can see the outfits the U.S. team wore for the opening ceremonies. They were very patriotic-looking with the red, white, and blue design.
1: Over here, you can actually sit in a real bobsled. What a great museum. Now, let's
0: go see what else we can do. If you're here in the winter, you can ski, ice skate, go snowshoeing, or go on a toboggan chute that ends up on Mirror Lake. But other times of the year, like now, you can take the gondola up to the top and see where the ski jumps start. Sounds like fun.
1: Oh, we are really up high. You can see everything up here. Before we leave, let's go on the cliffside coaster. It's the biggest roller coaster in the U.S. It's just like riding
0: a bobsled. Oh, I'm not so sure, Jasmine. You know I don't like going too fast.
1: Don't worry, Gracie. I can control the speed. Look at all those curves. Here we go. Wee!
0: That was great. How did you like it? I must say, I did enjoy it. Thank you so much for not going too fast. I know how you love fast roller coasters. No problem, Gracie. That's what friends are for. Now, on to Niagara Falls. I'm excited to get there, too. Did you know Niagara Falls is actually three waterfalls? There's Horseshoe Falls, or the Canadian Falls, the American Falls, and Bridal Veil vale Falls. We will be visiting the American Falls on this trip. Hey, Gracie, what does the word Niagara mean? Well, Jasmine, I would be glad to tell you. The word Niagara means thundering water and was first called that by the Iroquois people. We will also get to visit Fort Niagara.
1: Oh, I know how you love your history, Gracie. We're starting out at Niagara Falls State Park. There is so much fun stuff to do here. But I want to see the falls first. We can see them from Goat Island. That's a funny name.
0: And you know what? I don't see any goats. Jasmine, it's called Goat Island because a man named John Stedman kept goats on this island. But there haven't been any goats here since 1780. Oh, too bad. It would have been fun to pet a goat. It would have been enjoyable to see the goats, but why don't we go and enjoy the falls instead? The American Falls are not as big as Horseshoe Falls, but are still lovely. They are 167 feet high. Oh, don't go too close. You don't want to go over the edge without a barrel. A barrel? Why would I need a barrel? In the past, for fame and fortune, people have tried to go over the falls in a wooden barrel. In 1901, Annie Taylor was the first person to try it and live. Since then, there have been other daredevils. Some are fortunate enough to survive, others are not so lucky. It's now against the law to even try it. Oh
1: my, Gracie, I don't think I would want to try it, even if we could. It sounds too dangerous and very uncomfortable, even if you had pillows in the barrel. But you know what? These falls are so beautiful. And look at the darling little rainbows dancing in the mist. I hope we're still here when it gets dark. I heard that they shine rainbow-colored lights on the falls. I'll bet that looks super pretty.
0: Yes, the falls are beautiful any time of day. Now let's visit the Cave of the Winds. The entrance is right here on Goat's Island.
1: Over here, Gracie. Get on the elevator. We're going down 175 feet to Niagara Gorge at the bottom of Niagara Falls. Wee!
0: Jasmine, here's a rain poncho for you. I know you don't enjoy getting wet. I think I will be fine, just as I am.
1: Thanks, Gracie. I really do need one. It
0: is super wet down here. Oh, my gosh. Look at the water crashing down on the rocks. I'm going over to the hurricane deck. It gives a great view of Bridal Falls. Oh, my. It is very windy here.
1: Gracie, this was a wet tour. I need a hairdryer to get back my fluffy coat. But before I do that, I want to go on the Maid of the Mist boat ride on the Niagara River. It gets you up really close to the falls.
0: The Maid of the Mist has ponchos too, because we will get wet once again. You are being a great sport about all this water, Jazzy.
1: Oh, Gracie, thanks so much. I've got my poncho on and I'm ready to go. Look, there is Horseshoe Falls. It's huge and so loud. It feels like it's misty raining all over us. I'm glad I wore this poncho, even if it's not my color. You're so lucky to have a
0: shell. I feel invigorated by the power of nature. We can even see the cave of the winds from the boat. Now, let's dry off and see Fort Niagara. Gracie, I don't know anything about Fort Niagara. Do you? I have to admit, I have done a little reading on the subject. Well then, spill it all. Fort Niagara is located on Lake Ontario. It was originally built by the French and at different times has been owned by the French, British and Americans. It became part of the United States after the Revolutionary War. The British recaptured it during the War of 1812, but it was returned to us at the end of the war. We will be able to tour the fort. There will be guides to tell us all about what it was like to be a soldier there was a fun tour. The musket demonstration was
1: noisy, just like the one in Williamsburg. Those uniforms that the soldiers wore must have been super hot since they were made out of that heavy wool, especially in the summer.
0: And you know what? They didn't even have air conditioning. Yes, I believe those uniforms did get hot. Are you ready to go to the Finger Lakes? They are located in a triangle-shaped area of New York between the cities of Syracuse, Rochester, and Elmira Corning, not too far from here. Wait a minute, how can fingers be lakes? Oh Jasmine, they're not real fingers. They're just 11 beautiful lakes where you can enjoy all sorts of water activities.
1: Then why are they called the Finger Lakes?
0: And you know what, people only have 10 fingers and there are 11 lakes. Geologists that study the earth, feel they were formed over two million years ago by glaciers. When the ice melted, valleys of water were left behind. Now, the Native Americans have a story that says when their great spirit reached down to bless the earth, his or her fingers touched the earth and left imprints that became the lakes.
1: I like that Native American story,
0: but it still doesn't explain why there are eleven. Perhaps one of the great spirit's fingers touched the earth twice. Maybe.
1: Oh, and look at all the sailboats and canoes that are on them. That looks fun.
0: It does, but let's get back to the camper, Jazzy. We have a couple more places to get to. Our next stop is the Thousand Islands, which are on the St. Lawrence River. This river divides Canada and the U.S.
1: Wait a minute, Gracie. Are there really 1,000?
0: I have to admit, no, they're not. I knew it. You know, Jasmine, if you're counting, there are actually 1,864. Some are large, like Wolf Island, which is 27 miles long and has people living on it. Others are just large, rocky areas. To be considered an island, land must stay above the water all year round and have at least one tree. Oh,
1: Gracie, that is so funny. Just one tree.
0: And over there is the Thousand Island Bridge. It connects the United States and Canada.
1: It's But wait, Gracie. It's not one big bridge, but a lot of smaller ones connecting different islands. (gasps) Ooh, there's a castle. Let's
0: go. What a wonderful idea. Let's go over to Bull Castle on Heart Island. You'll like the story about it, Jazzy. It's sad and romantic. Oh, tell me, tell me. In 1900, Mr. Bolt started having this castle built for his wife Louise, but she died suddenly in 1904, and he stopped the building and never went back here again. He was just too sad to be here without her. Oh, Gracie, what a sad story, but it looks finished now. Yes, construction began again in 1977, and it looks just like Mr. Bolt had planned. Shall we visit? Most definitely! Ooh,
1: this ballroom is gorgeous. I would have loved to have danced here.
0: I think I would have enjoyed reading in the library. There is so much to see, but let's finish up at the dovecote. That's where Mr. Bolt kept all his fancy birds.
1: Gracie, what a pretty tower! and it's 60 feet tall. There would have been plenty of room for all of Mr. Bolt's birds to fly around in. Now, I think we have one last place to visit before
0: we leave New York, Cooperstown, and the Baseball Hall of Fame. What an impressive building. It opened in 1939. To earn a place in the Hall of Fame is every baseball player's dream. Of course, the best place to visit is the Hall
1: of Fame, where you can learn about the 300 players and others who are in here. Let's look for Lou
0: Gehrig. Ah, here he is over here. Now I think you would also like the Sandlot Kids Clubhouse where we can relax in baseball glove chairs. You can read a book while
1: I watch a baseball cartoon. Wow, what an interesting museum. You know what, on our way home, Let's do baseball jokes.
0: Great idea. Here's mine. Where do baseball players go when they need a new uniform?
1: I know this one. To the sports store.
0: Good guess.
1: But the answer is
0: New Jersey. Oh,
1: Gracie, they would get jerseys in New Jersey. I get it. And we were even in New Jersey. Now here's mine. What do baseball players eat on? I know this one. Home plate. You're right. Oh, we did so much fun stuff in New York without even going to New York City. What an exciting state. My favorite spot was Bolt Castle in the Thousand Islands. How about you, Gracie?
0: I think my favorite spot today was Lake Placid and learning about the Olympics. What about you, friends? What interesting fact will you tell your favorite person? And don't forget to come back next week when we go to North Carolina. Yes. Oh, yes. Make sure you join us. Bye now. Thanks so much for coming. Goodbye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining Jasmine and Gracie on their adventure today. Come back next week for the next one. Hello, everybody. It's Gwen here. If you want to know more about the places we visited, just go to our website, jasmineandgracie.podbean.com and go to the sources page, and you can find out all about the great places that we visited. See you next week. Bye-bye.